0: Now, the big hand. I'm Mr. White Christmas. I'm Mr. Snow. I'm Mr. Icicle. I'm Mr. Ten Below. Friends call me Snow Miser. Whatever I touch turns to snow in my clutch. Welcome to episode
1: 157 of Both Down, the number one Blood Bowl podcast. That's a prime Christmas episode. It's the season of giving, and Scott keeps just giving me headaches with the screaming into the microphone.
0: It's a prime It is a prime Christmas, Christmas episode. Episode because it's episode 157.
1: Okay, this is Steve, a.k.a. Killawongi. With me, as always, is Scott Prime, the king of prime numbers, I guess.
0: Yeah, I'm like a weird Batman villain now. I only care about prime numbers. I am Prime Man. (laughs) It's better than everybody thinking, like, oh, you must love Optimus Prime, or is it Rodimus Prime? It's like, uh, neither? No, it has to be one. That's why you're named that way. uh, it's Neither?
1: I don't know, you made some dice that were very
0: Optimus Prime looking. Yeah, uh, yeah, I I did uh, kind of fall into that, so that is true. It's Christmas time, everybody. Merry Christmas, everyone. We're doing we our thought, first ever Christmas episode. Yeah, we thought we'd do like a little Christmas episode, because like we didn't get enough and give you enough before. So we thought, let's come back. Let's talk about some Christmas stuff and maybe do a little fluffy thing here um i hope so because i did all the work so i did did some work too um christmas stuff you ready steve you got the tree set up
1: no no there's no tree here
0: what's christmas like in denver at your house um is it different than
1: when you live with me oh well yeah of course no there's no kids here it's just adults um, no tree, no tree that I know of. I haven't seen one. Aww. Um. You need not to celebrate snowing. your pagan holidays. I did go downtown Denver for a weekend and got to see all the Christmas celebrations there and the German Christmas market, which was super packed.
0: Yeah, was it fun?
1: Um, it was enjoyable. I don't know if it's fun. Better with a group of people, probably just because I'm hanging out with a group of people. But that market was just so busy. Okay, and like I enjoyed walking around downtown and seeing stuff. Um, But is that fun? I don't know. Like I would do it again just to do because it's. I guess it is fun to walk around see stuff, but I didn't have like you know super buku's amount of fun.
0: I guess. Okay. Was it nice to get away for the weekend? Absolutely.
1: It was just nice to relax a little bit. Um, Had a nice hotel room. Great view. Just hung out and did whatever. I hit up a a cool old movie theater, but the seats kind of sucked. Went to a cool game store. Didn't have anything I needed. Went out to a couple of fancy places to eat. It was all kind of meh. Like The only great thing from that weekend is I hit up a donut shop. And it had amazing donuts. It, it had literally probably the best donut I've ever eaten in my life, which is like, because they're like layered donuts, kind of like a cronut. Yeah, nut.
0: Jennifer said like Steve had an like an epic life-changing moment with a donut, and I laughed, and she goes, no, he, he wrote like two or three paragraphs about this donut.
1: It was great. And one was enough. Like I had two <laughs> just to try, but one was enough. But yeah, so like they had a downtown not i guess wherever i was i don't know by the theater they had this store called mutiny comics or mutiny cafe two places in one and it had pinball machines and it had comic books and it had old books and it had a cafe and i was like really excited to go there because it looked huge on the map and because i didn't locate all this stuff i got there and it was tiny like a it was like a quarter of the size i expected and okay. then the organization was not great. It was kind of like like old bookstore. Had no light in between the the rows, so I couldn't really see stuff. And then the comic selection was just meh at best. So, like, hmm. everything I was hoping to do and just kind of like, eh, yeah, it was okay. But it's
0: still fun. Well, we... We had a little getaway, kind of. Uh, we traveled down to Garland, Texas, which is a suburb of Dallas. We were in Dallas, Texas. right? Um, for the first time you know, since I can remember, it took us over five and a half hours to get to dallas
1: what? why it's usually for everyone knowing it's like two and a half three
0: hours to dallas yeah the way i drive it's two and a half yeah and so we did stop in denton for an hour at this recycled books place okay in denton which is amazing um it's like they get used books in and they're like we can't throw anything away so if you wanted a <laughs> 1977 mustang like a car manual mm-hmm. it's there So everything's there and all these different nooks and crannies. And I knew Jennifer would love it. Um, Sounds cool. It was misting. Like the weather said, it's going to be like raining all day, but we never encountered rain. We encountered like mist. It was either super light mist or a heavier mist, but never raindrops. And everywhere we went, we would drive 30 miles and then we'd be in a like a wreck zone for 10 miles. And I mean, not just moving 40 miles an hour. I mean, dead stop, dead stop. Several, several, several times. I wanted to peel my own skin off of my face because I was going insane that we couldn't get there. We left at 10 o'clock, like 10 minutes till 10 o'clock. We get to our hotel about 10 minutes till five o'clock. Damn. The wrestling event, we went to go see the Ring of Honor, or ROH, as many people call it. Uh, Their pay-per-view called Final Battle. And if you don't know, Ring of Honor is owned by the people who own uh, All Elite Wrestling. Same same parent company. They just have two different wrestling brands. So we knew that we were going to see some of those superstars or former WWE guys wrestle, as well as some up-and-comers. So we thought the show was... They only announced like five matches or so about a week out. Yeah. And we checked it that morning and they announced like five more matches. I believe we saw 11 or 12 matches because there was a few matches that weren't even on the card Dang. published. We saw wrestling nonstop from six o'clock to a little bit after 11, like 11, 10, 11, 15, Jeez. something like that. Jeez, that's a lot. We saw a match where somebody went through a table that was covered in thumbtacks. Really? I mean, we've seen all sorts of craziness. We saw like a six-way elimination match. You saw the returns
1: of some Texas royalty.
0: Yeah, we saw the the Von Ericks. Uh, we saw Kevin Von Erich, the only surviving Von Erich, and his sons. So, and we got to see like people like Brian Danielson, uh, John Moxley, you know, former WWE heavyweight champions and uh ftr which was known as the revival over in wwe uh, saw them cesaro was there Uh, so we got to see quite a few people remember the the lady uh ember moon over in wwe yeah yeah. dustin dustin was in love with her her. yep yeah hot little black chick um anyway she was she was there she was in the main event like she was the last match on the night and wrestled a good match so it was a lot of fun. Jennifer finally got to see kind of like a pay per view. <laughs> Unfortunately, the place didn't have a lot of ticket sales, so our twenty dollars tickets. We got an email right before that said, "like you need to go check in with the box office." And sure enough, we got upgraded to ninety dollars tickets. Nice. And um, so it was. It was pretty cool. So we had we had a good time. The uh, concessions there were by far the worst. <laughs> Concessions maybe I've ever been at, including high school and junior high events. Jeez. For real, it was god awful. Like quality or price? Uh, Just the quality. I mean, it, it was a bit it was know, it worse
1: every... than Texas because at the Rangers game, you tried like every stupid no, food, and everything no, 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 was horrible. No.
0: This makes the Texas Ranger ballpark food look like a, a ten, Jeez. and this is like a three. It was really bad. Um, we only got like a pretzel and a coke, but. Anyways, it was the service, the link. It, it doesn't matter. We had a good time overall, yeah. but because it was so long, we didn't get to shop. So the next day, we did some shopping around. We we hit Madness Comics, uh, Madness Comics and Games, and it should be called plushies now because that's all they have is a ton of plushies. But that store socks. just
1: changes itself every two years or so. It just like yeah, it you never know what's going to be. Um,
0: then we hit. Um, I think it's called Zeus Comics. It's right next to Common Ground Games, which is a nice game shop. I think they're owned by the same people, just in the same plaza, where it looks like two different businesses. But anyways, both nice places. Then we hit uh, Titan Comics before we left, and then hit Ollie's back in Ardmore as we drove back. Driving back, we got back in like two hours and 45 minutes. I mean, if you don't count the time that we stopped at Ollie's.
1: A little known um, so. fact, Titan Comics was the name that I proposed for my comic book store, should I ever make one. Well... Because I, I already had the logo made up and everything, because you had the big planet and then the ring with the little moon on it.
0: Yeah. But,
1: never came never to Never happened.
0: No. So, so that was our kind of like pre-Christmas getaway before the crazy Christmas holidays and stuff, so... That's good. Yeah, we gotta... I guess we're fortunate to have busy times coming up. Uh, I always complain about the holidays. And at the same time, I need to remember. It's a reminder that I have people that want to see me. Because mm-hmm. uh, st- starting Saturday, we hit two family events. And then Sunday, two family events. And then Christmas Day, two family at different Jeez. events. That does not include doing anything at my own home or Jennifer's home with our kids. So we're- I,
1: I do believe I am probably going to go watch movies on sunday christmas eve this year and then christmas day i don't know i don't have any plans so bag and board comics maybe
0: see we're like the polar opposites i got a million places to be and you got a million movies to see
1: and you got you always complain nobody likes me you're going to like eight different places i'm out (laughs) here on my own nobody loves me (laughs) i love you i sent you something Uh uh-huh try to save yourself now
0: hey no i sent you no i
1: appreciate it and like i (laughs) i truly went to like the german market i'm like i'm gonna buy everybody you know some cool little german market trinket they'll be christmas related and be thoughtful and no that place was so packed and i get it it's probably the biggest time, busiest time of the year for them they need to expand it to make it wider Because they have it in a nice little area that makes sense where to have it. But just like there was no room to walk, all the lines were about 40 people long. And even when I did find like little stalls and stuff to buy something,
0: Uh
1: glass ornament, $35. A little felt Santa Claus ornament, $25. I'm
0: like, I'm not doing this. So I got you. I understand. Well, should is this done with our intro? Should we I just guess get so. to Some blood Bowl? You want to tell people what we're right. doing? Well, we're going to doing some fluffy stuff where we talk about some like Christmas or holiday teams. And me and Steve had some loose rules, but I think we both went opposite directions, and that is fine. <laughs> yes, we did. And and then we're, Steve doesn't know this, but I'm going to ask him some stuff like. Favorite Christmas song, favorite Christmas or why, memory, why are you telling or something me now? like that. Oh, I shouldn't have told you. Anyways. And yes, this is
1: quote-unquote Christmas related. Um, we're both of the Christo variety of people. Like, we're going to celebrate Christmas. We grew up that way. We don't know enough about Hanukkah or anything else to really contribute to that. But if you worship that way, awesome. No problem. We'd love to provide for more content, but we don't know what is you know good content versus making fun, so <laughs> we're just gonna keep it to Christmas. We can do that
0: all right like i well, could
1: make I could make a hanukkah star player i just don't I don't know does he get does he get no he can move I, up I to eight, know. but he has to roll each time to see if he can go that far like I don't know. <laughs>
0: And let's cut it right there before Steve gets weird on us. We'll be back with some Blood Bowl, Christmas themey stuff, just for the fun of it. So uh stay tuned.
1: Before we get back to the funny cut-ins of Christmas stuff that I spend way too much time doing, I wanted to stop in and tell you that we've opened up a shop called the Big Deal Swag Shop. It's at bigdealswag.com, S W A G. You can find all the both down products there any leftover stuff that we have from tournaments, and I'm hoping to be getting swag from other tournaments as well. So you can look on there, you can send stuff to me to sell it on a commission, or I can just buy it straight from you. So I'll keep adding stuff to there, basically making a one-stop shop for tournament swag. And in addition, allowing us to have a place for us to put all of our both-down stuff. Please check it out, bigdealswag.com. and now. Back to Christmas stuff.
0: I'm Mr. Green Christmas. I'm Mr. Sun. I'm Mr. Heat Blister. I'm Mr. Hundred and One. Before we get to our Christmas themed Blood Bowl teams or whatever, I, let's talk about how we finished the podcast and we said, I'm surprised there's nothing new coming out. <laughs> there's always something new announced in like December or something. And we said, nothing's coming.
1: Yeah. And we made mention of, you know, I, we missed out on the major order stuff. No, you can do the major order stuff. It actually goes f- on sale after Christmas for like a week. So you can still do that. And that's all the
0: cheerleaders, is that correct?
1: Cheerleaders and the refs, yeah.
0: Okay. And then, and then yes, also they did Skitter- release something. <laughs> yeah, and the Skitter Stab Stab's coming out at some point. Yeah. So. And
1: we've not yeah, received we- him, so we don't know what's going on with that.
0: Yeah, I wish I could tell you more about him, but we really don't have anything. So... Um, That was a surprise to us and ironic that it came out the day after that we recorded. (laughs) And and we recorded and it released
1: it and I shared it on Facebook. I'm like, go ahead and look at this and then forget about it when we talk about the
0: podcast. All right. So I test Steve into what I wanted to do is let's both come up with our like a Christmas team for Blood Bowl. And to me, the obvious thing is like a chaos team cast chosen because the beastman could represent reindeer. And I believe Steve at that point was like, <laughs> can't we just make up our own races and stuff like that? And anyways, we're going to do two different things here because Steve's going to do what he does. And I'm going to do what I do. And I don't know which one of us should go first. Go ahead and do yours first. Okay. Gladly. So you uh, took, a, I was tra- you
1: took the existing race of chaos chosen and decided to, make a Christmas team out of that?
0: Yeah, my, my thinking was, is like something that you would see in a Spike magazine. Okay. Maybe, you know how like the Spike magazines have like-, like teams of legends. Here's the old, the team of legends. And almost everybody has like one skill and somebody has two skills. So I'm, I'm going with something like that. And of course I'm going- a little bit off the TV, <laughs> Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer by Rankin-Bess. Of course. And at the same time, I want to use Krampus. So I'm just kind of taking a little bit of whatever I want. So first, <laughs> I want to start off with the reindeer. Now, I, I have eight reindeer. Then you're thinking, but there's nine reindeer if you include Rudolph. And it's like, yes, I did include Rudolph. But for my first reindeer is Dasher and Dancer, they are a two headed beast man <laughs> with four arms because I wanted to include them together. And you always hear Dasher and Dancer together, so that's the two skills they got. And what I wanted to do with this team is most of them have only one skill, with a couple of them having uh two skills, okay. and then the Rudolph character having three skills, and then we have a couple of star players, okay. So Dasher and Dasher is my first Beastman. Two dames, two heads, four arms. Uh, Prancer, simply sidestep. Vixen, dodge. Comet, prehensile tail, because I'm taking literally like a comet in space has a tail. Oh, okay. Or or a coma, or whatever, (laughs) you know, what they call it. Yeah. Um, I just... Trying to think something, but I was like, ah, speed. Do I go speed? Do I go not speed? I don't know. Uh, Cupid. Uh, we're going with guard. Because Cupid kind of like, if you think of the little cherub that kind of nudges you to fall in love. I thought of this person being able to help you out when you need to make a block. So, guard it is for Cupid. And then I have a uh, Dunder or Donner. It, you know, the original, I guess, story had Dunder and Blick. Blixem,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but it was like B-L-I-X-E-M um, which was Thunder and Lightning in German. So with Thunder, we got blo- just Block. We got Horns. They already comes with Horns, so we got Block. So there's our kind of like Blitzer-type characters. And Blitzem's very similar except they got Wrestle. So some pretty decent pieces there. And then we have Rudolf who's the captain of the Beastmen. He has a Disturbing Presence. Because of that (laughs) glowing nose, it distracts you. He is the leader kind of of the reindeer. And for a while, he had to rely on himself. So he has pro as well. So he's got leader and pro and disturbing presence for Rudolph. I went ahead and I was only going to have like one or two Chaos Warriors. But I went ahead and pulled out some. I got four of them. We got Her- Hermie, the little misfit elf that loved to like pull people's teeth all I'm the gonna time. He's going to be a dentist. <laughs> He's got to be a dentist for sure. He has dirty player because if you remember in that cartoon he was always pulling teeth, people's <laughs> teeth out yeah. left and right. So he is a cast warrior with dirty player. Uh, Yukon Cornelius, he has frenzy. If you remember, he would uh, he sca- scared the bumble and pushed him off the mountain. So he's not scared of anything. So he's got some frenzy. And then um, I have a Chaos Warrior named the Bumble or the Abominable Snowman from the old Rankin' Bass uh, show. He, of course, has, since Bumble's bounce, he has Jump Up and Claws. Because that's kind of what his character looked like. He had Claws, so that's what he has. Uh, Then we have Snowman Sam, which up until this point, I didn't realize the snowman, Burl Ives, was named snowman sam or sam the snowman um he's gonna just have stand firm because he looked like he was gonna be hard to move <laughs> um for our large monster we have the minotaur and of course this is gonna be krampus he he gets a uh, foul appearance and brawler because you know he's scary yeah. looking and he's supposed to scare kids so i kept with that now for the star players we got star players, and I did not put a like money value to these characters at all same here when I do um so team. so don't even ask uh but for Santa Claus, his stats are six four three nine, and you're thinking like boy, he sure moves fast, well, he can go up the chimney by just like putting his finger by his nose, so I wanted to give him a little speed, normal speed, even though like he's deceptively chubby, but he's he's there right Does he's he solid have- but he's
1: does he have passing?
0: Because you
1: said six he four does, three nine. He
0: did. Um. So, oh, I just did six four three nine. is what I did. Yeah. Now is that nine plus or is that ten plus? Should it should be a nine plus? Okay. Or really? Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. It should be a ten plus. Like, godly. Like, I, I know. Old, you got to get old to the
1: new rules, man. It's only been what three years now.
0: <laughs> yeah, he he's tough. He's decently agile. He's stronger, strong like a chaos warrior. His skills are block, strip ball, and tackle. Because you know, like if you're naughty, he can take you down or take things back. Because you know, you've been a good child or bad child. His special power is ho 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 or bowl full of jelly. So you get to like choose to use one of these skills. If you use bowl full of jelly, he auto heals. So like if you knock this character out. You can choose to huh. just be stunned, or if you casualty him, he could be just go to the reserve box. It's so either way, you. he
1: goes to the reserves, or is it like an apothecary. He'd stay on the field if you got
0: KO'd. I haven't really thought that far. My Fair my enough. real thought was a region that automatically works. Okay,
1: so he's at least off,
0: right? Um, or the ho ho ho. At any point, he can reroll any group. Or single dice, so it's similar to Griff's, like, pro skill, except okay. it's better because you can use a group of dice instead of just one. Uh, I couldn't resist not having Frosty, you know, the Ice Troll, um, or a similar to an Ice Troll, but look, I just have him Frosty the Snowman. Anyways, he has four movement, five strength, uh, one agility. He has 10-plus uh, armor. He has blizzard once per game, he can set the weather to a blizzard. Ooh, I like that for for one drive. When this happens, he gets a plus one to all his stats for that one drive. Huh.
1: After the blizzard's
0: stats? over, oh, okay. the weather goes back to normal, to just the plain normal, and all his stats are decreased by one. I
1: I really like it. One suggestion: make it very Mm -hmm. sunny, so that way he's melting.
0: Okay. Well, yeah, I didn't think about that. (laughs) I just thought normal. No, but yeah, Uh, I like it. But the skills he has is loner, guard, region, and brawler. Now Santa, he has no loner. He is a loner, but he is a team world player. He can use rerolls whenever he wants. Nice. So. That is my kind of simplistic (laughs) Santa team that I know are Chaos Warriors and stuff, but really they're meant to be good people, so.
1: Okay. Well, what I did is I took the ball and you're like, yeah, make a new team. Okay, new race. Wait, no, new team. Oh, new race. Yes, new race. So going off the Chaos theme with Chaos, Christmas Chaos Magic, so. Okay. I did a whole new race. Um, first up, we have zero to eight elves. Elves are five, two, two plus, five plus, six plus. And they have dodge. Let me know if you know what the skill is. Give and go. It's Give a real skill go. that's in the game. Give and go? Give and go. It's, it's from- It's not in the books. It sure is. It's in Dungeon Bowl. Okay. If this player performs a handoff action, their activation does not have to end once the handoff is resolved. If you wish, and this player has not used their full movement allowance, they may continue to move after resolving the handoff. Nice. So, I saw that, and I'm like, that's kind of perfect. They have right stuff, because, of course, sure hands, and then... They have a special skill that's new called Wrapped Present. If this player is removed from the pitch at any time, roll a d6. On a three through six, another elf pops into play standing in the same spot. Yeah, Yeah, so they're just annoying little shits. But they're—it's it's six plus to get rid of them, sort of. And no stunty. No stunty. Okay. They're just kind of... They're annoying, but I don't want them to be overly, like, good. They're not great. Um, Zero to eight. Zero to eight. You also have zero to eight reindeer, which are six, three, three three-plus, three-plus on passing, and nine-plus. And they have horns and up on the housetop, which is pogo stick. Nice. Um, We have zero to four snowmen guards.
0: Because the pogo stick allows them to leap. Mm Mm-hmm. And ignore everything. Without having the leaps. Yeah. So they just
1: run around and fly, basically. Okay. Um, Then snowman guards, 0 to 4. 4, 4, 4+, 4+, 9+. And they just have stand firm and grab. So just your regular, like, big guys. And then 0 to 1 Santa, who is 6... Five, four plus, two plus on passing, eleven plus on armor value, with always hungry, kick teammate and throw teammate.
0: <laughs> always hungry is a good one, isn't it? <laughs> dang it! I should have. God dang it! I wish I would have thought of that. Well, if he can't have cookies, he might eat an
1: elf. <laughs> so okay. That's that's the Chaos Magic team. I did make three star players. Obviously we all go off the rank and bass stuff, but I just wanted to play up a little bit. Um Rudolph nine two, two plus no passing ability. And in retrospect, probably get rid of like the passing ability of reindeers, maybe get rid of maybe give 'em no hand. I don't know. It might be too good and fully if we actually played it out. And then eight plus. Uh, Rudolph would have Loner 2+, Plus, Red Nose, which is Hypnogaze, Sprint,
0: and Surefeet. I thought, I thought about Hypnogaze, but I was trying to think of something that I could give them feasibly without making a special role for. It. But mm. now that he's a star player, that's a better way to do it. And
1: then his special skill, and some of these special skills are just going to be crazy, but that's just because it's fun. Lead the way. Once per game. Rudolph can use his red nose multiple times a turn and can continue moving after succeeding. If he fails, he is knocked out immediately.
0: Wow. Can you imagine that? <laughs> like three <laughs> and two Hypnogazes. plus agility
1: too. And nine movement and sprint and sure feet. So like he can just go through and basically hypnogaze your whole team. If he fails once he's out. I should probably put in there, like, no rerolls or something like that. But he's Loner 2-plus anyways, so. um, Then, again, Hermie the elf. 5, 2, 2-plus, two 4-plus, 7-plus. Loner 2-plus, Dauntless, Dentist, which is Stab, and on the ball. And then he has the Doctor is in. The first time Hermie fails a Dauntless roll... He can choose to succeed without having to roll once per half. That's nice. Um, and then the Grinch is my final star player, who is mm, good one. six, four, four plus, no passing, nine plus. Loner two plus, animosity, just straight-up animosity against everybody. Uh, disturbing presence, foul appearance, frenzy, and strip ball he's just going in and being a jerk right then his special ability is seasick crocodile once per game using the blitz using the blitz action for your turn the grinch can grab the ball from a player on a roll of four plus he will be neat he'll he will need to be next to the player with the ball and make all movements as normal as per a normal blitz he can move before and after the theft if he fails, he is stuck in the square as he is caught. Hmm. Nice. So, he tries to sneak in and take the ball from you, and if he fails, he's right there for you to smash his face in. Well done. But yeah, so that's, that's pretty good. The whole the whole chaos magic race
0: for you. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty interesting. It's a little out there. But, uh... <laughs> it's definitely out there. Yeah, I didn't want to make a new race, so that's why I was like trying to talk you into like just make a <laughs> Chaos chosen.
1: And in retrospect, maybe I should move the elves down to zero to four just so that you have you don't have too many elves just clogging up the place. I don't know. I just did it for fun. Someone wants to test it out, feel free, let me know how it is, and if you want to make adjustments, let me know. But
0: hearing was... you talk, I realized that I said like my snowman had one agility. That would be like five plus or whatever. Oh, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah we do
0: I, know. I, got a, <laughs> I got old Blood Bowl rules in my head. Mm-hmm. All right, Steve, what's your favorite? Good job, by the way. Thank you, you too. Yours. Do you have see, a favorite I, Christmas song? What
1: I so go back a second. What I okay. don't like about the idea with yours, and it's not against you, it's just the format of it. I would hate to play a team that has that many one off skills. You know? Oh, I agree. And that's, that's kind of why we've never really done the Teams of Legends stuff, because it's just like, I don't want to keep track of that much stuff. It's just annoying.
0: There's a lot of skills to keep track of, for sure. Um, So Christmas song. Yeah, favorite Christmas or holiday. It could be a holiday song, I um, guess. Is it the one about the mom's new shoes that the little girl? I don't know.
1: Yeah, there is something like that. She sells the comb to buy new shoes, and the daughter sells the shoes. You give her a new wig, or I don't know.
0: I don't know. Either. That's a whole different thing. Um, God. There's not like a song that comes on and you actually find yourself singing to it.
1: I like most of the Christmas songs. I can tell you which one I hate, and pretty much everyone agrees on that one, so I don't, don't even need to bring it up.
0: Is that the Mariah Carey song? Yes, absolutely. Oh, God. Um, I hate it too. You know what, though? Hmm. I might hate it a tad less because I just found out, like, yesterday, I never realized her and somebody else wrote that song. I thought that was a remake of a song that they just never played the original right. from. But, like, if you would have bet, you yeah, know, yeah. made me bet money 20 years ago, I'd have told you that was a remake. Um, I just didn't realize that was an original song.
1: So there are some novelty songs that I always enjoy because I used to have a taped recording of uh, Dr. Demento's Christmas shows for like two weeks. I listen to that all the time. Um, Like there's a song called Christmas in Jail that just is enjoyable. But if I had to pick one, like I said, there's a lot of high contenders. Eartha Kitt's Santa Baby is one of my favorites. That is a great,
0: great choice. And
1: I've always loved Eartha Kitt, even before Batman. Like, I like to watch old movies, and she's in a lot of, you know, great movies and, like, Spirit of St. Louis and stuff. And I liked her, and, you know, she was an amazing Catwoman. And then just that Santa Baby song, it just has the right mix of playfulness and seductiveness. And I think that's my favorite version, so.
0: Um, Mine is The Little Drummer Boy. Um, The one that's by, and I can't remember the people, but it sounds like a bunch of nuns are singing it. It's not like the David Bowie one and Bing Crosby. It's the one that I guess most people would call the most traditional little drummer boy song. That one gets me every time. Uh, Now, like you, I actually really enjoy a lot of Christmas songs. I get upset when Christmas songs are played before Thanksgiving, even though I love Christmas Or at least the build-up to Christmas, I should say. (laughs) Um, I do love Weird Al's Christmas at Ground Zero a lot. Yeah, that's a great song. That's a great song. He also has Night Santa Uh,
1: Went Crazy, which is still good, but not nearly as good as Christmas at Ground Zero, which is truly a great song.
0: Yeah, it's a really good song. "The Night Santa Went Crazy is really good, too. There there is quite a few Christmas songs I enjoy. If anything, I get mad at the radio playing like the same. Same 20. five. Yeah. That's the worst <laughs> um, thing.
1: I have a but, question for um, you when we're done with this.
0: I also have a big soft spot in my heart for any Christmas song done by Johnny Mathis. And that's because when I was a kid, that was one of the few Christmas albums my family had was Johnny Mathis. So yeah. we would play it over and over and over and over again. So like anything he sing that's Christmas, I'm like, oh, I think it's nostalgia, but still.
1: I'm so thankful. Like when I was growing up, that we had a vast, not vast. I would say probably fifty to seventy records. Like we had a good number of records, and we had a good number of cassette tapes, and it was a wide gamut of music. So like we had the Chipmunks Christmas album. I had. A, I did
0: not have the Chipmunks. I had the Crickets.
1: Did not have that.
0: I'm sorry, the Grasshoppers. It was the Grasshoppers Christmas, which sounded just like the Chipmunks.
1: But we had like the Jim Neighbors Christmas album, you know, a whole bunch of miscellaneous Christmas albums and then cassette tapes and all this stuff. So it really opened my world to the world of music and not being pinned into just like one thing. Because if my favorite stuff was the Chipmunks, I would want to kill myself. But it was still enjoyable.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty. Pretty not so great now that adults. Um, so um my question
1: to you, if we were done with music. Sure. What's your favorite Christmas special?
0: Mm. Special. Yeah. Like a TV show. Whatever TV show. However
1: you want to do it. Cause for me, I'm immensely <laughs> partial to Garfield because I grew up collecting Garfield. I love Garfield and I love that episode. But also, the claymation Christmas is just awesome. I was always happy whenever that came on. And there's the also. Clayma- claymation what do you mean Christmas. What cl- With the claymation. Yeah, what are you talking about? With the, like, the raisins and the two dinosaurs that are like Siskel and Ebert that narrate and solve music videos.
0: Oh, uh, I'm sure I saw that. But oh, I my God. No I will send you, right you a link. It's, yeah, it's, it's okay. amazing.
1: Um, it's from like 86, 88, something like that. Because it had the California Raisins in it, and it had really cool versions of the Christmas songs. It was all claymation. It was awesome.
0: I'm, su- I'm sure I saw that. I just don't remember it. If Thinking off the top of my head, it is either and uh, Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Solid choice. Or Christmas Vacation. And I still chuckle movie? at some of those parts in... Christmas Vacation, Christmas or whatever it's called. So National Lampoons Christmas Vacation, yeah, I think yeah. it's the proper term. Um, those are really good. You know, for the longest time, I I still love all the old Rankin Bass like animated things. Um, the, I think those have a special place in my heart for sure. Um, I used to not really like Elf, and that was more because I'm not a big Will Ferrell fan. But as the years go on it's becoming more more enjoyable now christmas story might be one of my all-time classics jennifer yeah. can't stand it she doesn't she doesn't get it i would it's not christmas and i don't get to watch this now because i don't have tbs but i miss watching having it on the background for four to six hours playing over and over and over and over again
1: no i definitely get um, that that's uh that's a great one I've never been a huge fan of Elf. Like I get the appeal,
0: it's just not for me. Sure, I get I get that too. I'm I'm just saying, if I liked it at a one or a two, fifteen years ago, it's yeah. it's it goes up a little bit every year, just a little bit.
1: That's fair. So, um, I just sent you a link for the
0: Claymation Christmas celebration. Which, There's parts of Polar Express I really, really like. I've never seen that. Um, just talking about the Christmas magic and stuff like that. Um,
1: there, was a, there was a good um, there was a good computer animated special that debuted the same time uh, South Park did. Because it was on the same VHS tape. It was Santa Claus versus the Snowman. or The Snowman versus Santa Claus. Okay, something like that. It's crudely for now, uh, computer animated, but essentially, Snowman goes to I think the North Pole to complain about the noise, and gets wrapped up in the the factory, and he starts fighting Santa Claus, and there's just a giant, big, epic battle between him and Santa. But hmm.
0: that's... Does Nightmare Before Christmas count? Is it that can. a Halloween movie or it's a Christmas? Both. It's both. I consider Home it Alone. Both. Home Alone's pretty good too. That's yeah. another one that I didn't think like it would have a lot of repeat value, but my children just adore that movie. So I've been kind of forced to, over the years, to like see it <laughs> at least once a year, especially when doing The Christmas Tree. And it's yeah. kind of become a, a traditional movie that we kind of put on now. And I like it more now than maybe than I ever did.
1: So yeah, as I say, it was never one of my favorites, but again, I don't have kids, so I don't have to rewatch this stuff. I just know it from when it first came out. And I'm like, I'm not a fan.
0: I, I mean, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of things I like different because of the, the children, you yeah, know, of course, probably polar express is one of those things. They, they watched it a lot. And at times, you know, like while the animation's good, it's not like the greatest animation, especially nowadays, but just some parts in there that I think are really clever and neat and stuff like that. Hmm especially kind of that magic thing of like, you know, like just because you, you figure out that there is no Santa Claus, (sighs) that Christmas can't be fun. Yeah. You know, that, that type of thing. I always tell the story to a lot of people, especially at work about how my kids, I mean, you remember this story and I probably told it on here before, you know, how my kids are like, I used to tease my kids, but when they started getting a little bit old enough where that I knew they might start questioning Santa you know, I would say, hey guys, I'm Santa. Ho, ho, ho. And I do this cheery thing, mm-hmm. and my kids would just laugh and they're like, that's not how Santa sounds. And then I'd also talk about how I was going to capture Santa and <laughs> keep him from giving toys to everybody. And my kids would get mad about that. But <laughs> that one year I remember the kids just laughed and laughed and said, no, he doesn't sound like that, dad. And I was like, oh, how do you know? And, and then I was like, how do you even know he's like real? And they're like, dad, you can't be Santa because you couldn't afford everything that Santa brings me. (laughs) (laughs) And I wish they would remember that at times. They're right. (laughs) I wish they would remember that as teenagers. I I keep hearing that they're going to grow out of this teenager phase, but I hope, I hope I, you know, they remember that some while while they're a teenager and appreciate all the BS that they get for no reason. (laughs) So
1: when did you, spoiler alert for any children listening, um, When did you find out Santa wasn't real? Because I think I was seven or so, and I was being an asshole, like always, wanting to get to the presents early. And came downstairs and looked at the tree, and I saw mom and dad putting stuff together. And then Mm. dad saw me and got super angry. And I was like, oh, I get it now.
0: Yeah, because they'd like to have fun with it.
1: Yeah, and I get it. But, you know, I was a kid. I wanted presents, so that was my favorite thing just getting down early. oh yeah i was no no doubt (laughs) um
0: i don't i remember going through like a couple of phases where i didn't believe he's real but then i did and then i remember once i got suckered into like the newsman going we just have something picked up on radar yeah and that's probably third or fourth grade and i was like I really wanted to believe that there was a magical dude. And I think for I think that was probably the last Christmas that I like held on to the hopes of maybe this is real and you know, maybe yeah. I should play along. And I remember my dad hearing about like, you know, basically saying you should just go with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so so I think like when I-, I told my kids once they found out they were like, Yeah, Christmas is not as fun once you find out Santa's not real. <laughs> It's also not as much fun as when you don't get presents and stuff, but yeah, um, that's
1: not the whole meaning, but I get it.
0: That's why I was trying to send you something. Oh,
1: I I appreciate it. Um, I think one of your questions was going to be, uh, "What's your favorite Christmas
0: memory?" And yeah, so this ties into that. It was. It could be two. I mean, like Jennifer was asking people at work, like, "What is your favorite one gift that you remember?" Oh, gift, man like hers was getting her own phone line. And nice. I don't think I have one gift. I have several different gifts for different chapters of my life. And we'll go back to your memory yeah. thing too cuz
1: it's weird too because like the gifts that I loved I can't remember insanely well. But like one of the most notable gifts I remember, I want to say is like eight. Well, I, the best gift I have ever gotten is Cubby, my li little uh, stuffed bear for the Chicago Cubs that I got when I was like six or seven. It was like Christmas of eighty three, eighty four, or something like that.
0: Wow, and, so you had it that long? Yeah,
1: I've had him that long.
0: Oh my gosh, you have dried hump that little poor guy. <laughs>
1: Never touched him inappropriately, um, but he's always been there with me watching Cubs games, even today, like when opening day starts up, he'll be right there with me watching the game. Um, but it's weird because like one of the most memorable gifts was Dad bought us my, me and my brother um a remote control train, like on a track excuse me and it went up the wall and it glowed in the dark. By all measures, an amazing gift. The problem is, I didn't give a shit about it. Like, had no interest in trains. I had no interest in slot tracks. I had, it was just, and it was super expensive. So I felt bad for Dad, because I'm like, yeah, I get it. This is cool, but it's 100% not for us. We played with it like twice. And it just stayed in the box, and we never brought it out again. Hmm. Oh, the worst! <laughs> yeah, the worst present ever was my stepmom giving me pillowcase, giant pillowcases with a cat with roller skates on. Ridiculous! Whatever. <laughs> um, I was there for that. Yeah <laughs> the the second one, um, this is probably eighty six, eighty seven. <laughs> And I would kill for it now, but my brother Ronnie got me a Nintendo jacket. I didn't have anything Nintendo. maybe, Or I guess it would have to be after that if it was a Nintendo. Anyways, it was Nintendo jacket. It looked really cool, right? The problem is it was pink. It was a straight-up pink Nintendo jacket. And I was like, um, I am so thankful for this. Thank you so much. And afterwards, I talked to Dad. I'm like, Do you, does he have a receipt? He goes, yeah, I already got it. Okay, thank God. <laughs> so I <laughs> took it back to Toys R Us, and I think I got Ducks Ahoy for the Commodore 64 or something.
0: That thing's probably worth a lot of money now.
1: Oh, I'm sure. Like, And it'd be cool to have, but not then. Not then.
0: So just some of my favorite memories would be like waking up to... A Millennium Falcon, which was really awesome. Yeah. Another year was the year of... You remember the Star Wars die-cast metal sets? The yeah. little plastic sets that had all the little die-cast mm-hmm. tiny figures, like the miniatures? Yeah,
1: we had the Hoth one.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Well, I had all of them except for two of them, and I got them all one Christmas, Jeez. and that was an amazing Christmas. Um, that was a, a good memory. The probably the Christmas that sticks out the most as a child was the one where I gave my grand, my grandmother was amazing on my mom's side of the family. She would remember things that most normal parents don't like. I get mad when I see people like go to the store and they go, I'll get, I'll get my kid this big giant hollow Spider-Man that doesn't move. And it's like, Mm -hmm. no, give him the figure that you compose. And it makes me mad when they just choose these crappy toys. My grandma paid attention to stuff like that. And one year I gave her a list of all this GI Joe stuff. And then I was looking for like gum or something and I found the list, a Xerox copy of the list with lines through things. So I knew everything I was getting for Christmas from that side of the family because grandma orchestrated like yeah. you you get I'll get the Sky Striker, you get this figure, you get this figure, you get this It was amazing, and I acted – I should have got an Academy Award because I knew everything I was getting, and I acted like it was the biggest shock ever in the world. It was the G.I. Joe Palooza Christmas ever. It was amazing. I got a Dwarf Giants medal team uh, one year for Christmas from my dad. I got a uh, Dungeon Bowl. For one year, one Christmas, and I was super thrilled for that. So those kind of stick out as big things.
1: So I want to um, want to uh, veer off on the list you found. One uh-huh. of the worst Christmases and worst things, um, my sister, again, I am thankful to God, to whatever it is that I'm the person I am now, because I was a shit kid. Um, as such... I was snooping around. You're kind of a shit kid. I do not appreciate that. But (laughs) um, (laughs) I was snooping around in my sister's room. She'd moved back in with us after her divorce and all this BS. And I found a giant box of comics. And it was like hundreds of issues of comics. A lot of war comics. A lot of all this other stuff.
0: I think you told me this story, but continue.
1: Yeah, I had already organized them and put them onto my list before Christmas even got there. And then she did gave You read to, them too. Yeah. I read some, I mean, so, and it was so disappointing because she was so excited and I got them and I tried to be excited. I'm like, Oh, awesome. And then she's like, you already knew you had these, didn't you? Like, yeah. And is the so last time I did that, put it that way. That was a very right. disappointing thing.
0: I got you a uh, couple other memorable Christmases I remember we got snowed in one year where we couldn't go see family and it was right before Eden was born so in some ways it was nice to have that one Christmas where we didn't have to travel anywhere and it was just me and at the time as my ex-wife and and Wakeland she got like her one we never have a Christmas at home growing up Yeah, and still don't because we travel everywhere. And it was 2009, I'm guessing. <laughs> uh, probably so. Cause we that was, snow that
1: t- yeah, we got snowed in at my house and um, Mike. Yeah. It had to was, be
0: 2009 cause Eden was born in 2010. Yeah.
1: Mike, uh, my roommate at the time, we wanted to go see Avatar. That was when Avatar came out. So we had to shovel out of like two feet of snow or whatever and hopped in the car and hoped we could make it to the theater. <laughs>
0: Wow, you crazy man yep but, but yeah so we I, we just had that peaceful that's nice calm Christmas where we got up when the kid got up we had actually made breakfast we got to like unpackage her toys and play with her and stuff like that I think that might have been the same Christmas that my ex-wife got me a steel cage replica like a wrestling ring that was like in scale with the wrestlers. Mm-hmm. And I, I just remember me and Wakeland playing with that all the time because she really liked wrestling at the time, and so we'd set up matches and stuff like that. It was it was quite fun. So
1: you, you mentioned I know I bad
0: talk to my ex wife a lot, but that was actually a good memory.
1: Well, that was for that so. before
0: the turn
1: after the second kid. <laughs> Not and even well, joking, like legitimately seek mental health people. It's important. Um, talking of breakfast, growing up, one of my greatest one of my favorite things was my dad making us french toast for breakfast. i was like i love that. but whenever we did, we could have one meat, so it's either bacon or sausage. couldn't have both. always wanted both, couldn't have both. but on christmas, we'd wake up, we'd get to play some of the presents were opened already. uh some of them weren't. and we'd have to have we could play with the stuff that's already opened, but before we could open anything, we had to have breakfast and dad would make french toast and we could have bacon and sausage for that one day. Was like, Isn't that yes. awesome? Yes. Now as an adult I can get it anytime I want and I don't.
0: Like, <laughs> it just it's dumb. It's the little things when you're a kid though. It's like, oh god. Yeah. This is amazing. Another Christmas that sticks out. And I probably told this story before too, but it was a um I was young, super young. I don't remember the age. If I had to guess three, four, it's barely any of my memories. But I remember them kept saying, like, if you keep being naughty, you know, Santa Claus is going to bring you sticks. Mm -hmm. And I kept saying, no, he's not. He only brings presents. And no, Santa's not going to bring me sticks. There's no way he's going to do that. And I remember there was a giant present from Santa under my grandma's tree when we went over there after we opened up at my house. And this was before my sister. So I had to have been for three or four because we're five years apart. And I remember what <laughs> I'm sure this is not what happened, but how I remember it is, is there was 75 people there at my grandma's house, <laughs> which was never true, but they all said, let's go open some presents before we eat. You want to open the big one? And I was like, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to open the big one. And I tore that thing open in front of 75 people and distant cousins. And I tore open that box. And inside there was, I'm sure it was a box that was like one foot by one foot, but it felt like it was like a three foot by three foot square box. Open that thing up. Finally cut sticks. Perfect. (laughs) And just a pile of them. And I remember turning around and looking at all these MFers going like, what the, and then them laughing. And I instantly cried.
1: Even as an adult, I would cry at that. That's just wrong. I get it. I totally understand where they're coming from. But yes, that whole
0: turning around and everyone laughing at you like, oh. And you know what reality is, is there could have been like two people and they're laughing at me. But as I remember it, so there's like three Heavy traumatic experiences that I'm not saying I didn't deserve it. Yeah, yeah. But that that is one of them who has <laughs> made Scott who he is today. Or I probably have damage from. Oh, that one stands out, and I always was going to repeat that to my children, but I haven't.
1: <laughs> one of my greatest gifts my brother and his wife got me was a TiVo, back when a TiVo was brand new, and that was life changing. Was amazing.
0: I'll just record this show and watch it later.
1: God, it was amazing. Um, To prove how much of a shit I was as a kid, um, keep in mind, I believe this was when I was 17 years old. Um, I wanted a computer for Christmas. And I really wanted a computer for Christmas. I really wanted a computer for Christmas. I did not get a computer for Christmas. You know what I got? I got a giant fucking TV. And you know what I did? I whined like a baby.
0: You were that kid, huh? Oh, God.
1: I don't think I was always that way, but yeah, I was babied and just, I really wanted the computer for college and stuff. I was freaking out and uh, eventually did get one at, for like a graduation gift, but still it was just like, I felt so <laughs> bad. I mean, as an adult, I feel real bad about stuff like that, but you know, yeah, I've made up tar- for my
0: ways. I try. Getting the Atari for Christmas one year was amazing. Yeah. Getting the Nintendo for Christmas one year was amazing. Um, But anyways, a lot of good memories. I guess the best to me, the best thing about being a kid was, is we did one grandma's house on Christmas Eve. This is when my parents were still together. Mm -hmm. Got got up the next morning, did Christmas at my house, and then went to my other grandma's in, you know, by 11 o'clock or so. And then my memory is is that we stayed over there until like nine or ten o'clock at night just watching football, watching, you know, whatever Christmas yeah, shows and yeah. parades uh, and just hanging out. And I kind of sometimes get upset nowadays when <laughs> I feel like some of the family's like, All right, we've done Christmas, we ate, hey, let's get out of here. <laughs> and, and I'm like, Can we yeah. just sit and enjoy it?
1: You gotta make your uh, enjoyment, you know, hang out with your people when you can
0: i know um i told myself i didn't have the money this year to buy people extra people gifts and i wasn't going to because i really don't have the money yeah and then i found i found myself buying a lot of people gifts and i felt guilty for doing that and then i felt bad for saying i wasn't going <laughs> to do it and jennifer said she was like just be who you are yeah and i was like well some of these people don't deserve these gifts and she said so she's like why are you gonna
1: that's let it why they need it she's,
0: She's like, why are you going to let that kill your joy? If you normally want to buy something for somebody, just do it. Mm-hmm. I, I have some friends, and you know who they are without me mentioning names, who don't have anything. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they don't interact like they should, but I still try to take care of them because, if anything, they can say, like, I was there for them. Mm-hmm. You know? So, anyways, yeah, and I even bought – I bought a few gifts for some people at work who – I feel like would be just like uplifting for them to let somebody know that they care. So.
1: You know, that's important. Sometimes that's all you need. Like um, I just posted because, you know, I went downtown for quote unquote Christmas but it was also one year anniversary of my life changing and in the thing I put on Facebook talking about it because everyone was asking, like, why are you in downtown Denver? Blah, blah, blah. I wouldn't I'm at the best point in my life right now. Realistically. That's good. My future is incredibly bright. I'm happy, looking forward to it. Knock on all types of wood. I'm not jinxing anything. But a year ago, I would not have said that. And I only made it here by the assistance and help of other people. And that's what you can do. That's what Christmas is about. That's helping other people when you can. You know, one gesture, letting someone know that you're thinking about them or you care can change their whole day which can change their week which can change their month their year everything you know sometimes they need to borrow your strength and when you reach out and you help them out you're doing
0: that so yeah and i didn't want it to make it sound like I was, I was trying to brag that i bought some people christmas presents so i don't, oh, no, I don't, you're don't not. want to sound like that <clears throat>
1: but no um, what i'm saying is it comes from your desire to help people and this is well, what you do you you do the olive branches you try to give them stepping stones To where they can walk out and you've done what you can. And that's the best thing you can do in life is give that to someone. You know, we try to reach out to people with this, you know, limited as it is. But we've had people reach out to us and tell us how impactful that is. You know, it's important to let people know that you care. It's important to let people know that they're not alone. If they're going to feel that way and if they continue to act that way, well, they're going to be alone. But if they need out, right. they need to help. They need a hand, like we've said many times. We're random people you may not have ever met in real life. Shoot us an email if you if you need. You know we're happy to talk. Whatever it is, you know that's all you can be there. That's all you can do is be there for other people.
0: Yeah, I mean, like I used to laugh at my dad for giving like you know the garbage man a Christmas present, mm-hmm. <laughs> and now here I am, not in the same way, but at the same time I'm for the last couple of years at work, I've picked just a couple of people at random that I felt like just needed to know that they're loved. Yeah. You know, that they might be on the struggle bus or, you know, so anyways, yeah, Jennifer's right. I shouldn't let, you know, some friends just cause they don't reach out, <laughs> you know, ruin my fun. And uh, I'm going to keep enjoying it. So anyway. Enough on that stuff. Um, do you have anything else you'd like to talk about Christmas scene?
1: Do you not have any more questions, or do we kind of make our way through them all?
0: Oh, uh, we talked about the gifts or memories. We kind of hit all that together, didn't we? Yeah. I I can't think of one gift that's like the gift of all the gifts.
1: Like I said, if I going back and looking at it, I think the TiVo was the one that had the biggest impact, just because... It was so revolutionary at the time. And like I said, this is legit before it was anywhere, you know, and having that ability to record 20, 30 hours worth of stuff on a machine and access it whenever you want at any time. It was amazing. Um, But yeah, just all the stuff I've gotten throughout the years. um, I'm glad to be away from the penguins. I don't know if I've talked about that on here before, but... Steve loves penguins. I was helping a friend clean out his room one time, and his mom was a hoarder, and we didn't know that term at the time, but that's what it was. Uh, So he kind of wanted to keep his room clean at all times. Well, it got a little dirty or messy, and I like cleaning stuff and helping people out, so I was helping him out. I was probably 15, 16 years old, something around there. I found the tiniest, 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 tiniest little one inch tall, one and a half inch tall penguin with a top hat and a wand. And I was like, What's this? And he goes, Oh, this is an old Christmas ornament. I go, Cool, I'm taking it. So I took it. And he thought it was funny. He told his mom. And I, that year for Christmas, his mom made me like a stuffed penguin. And I thought, Oh, that's kind of cute. And then when I opened it at Christmas, my family was like, why'd you get a penguin? I'm like, oh, because, you know, blah, 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 the story. they like, oh, oh, that's cool. Yeah, next year, everybody started giving me penguin crap. And I got so much penguin stuff. That's because you love Christmas penguins. Now, I did get two really cool uh, things out of it. I got a penguin and a wishbone dog from the Wishbone TV show in Green Lantern costumes. Independently of each other, my friend's mom and my sister made those for the same year of Christmas, so I thought that was really cool.
0: I think I gave you a Christmas bag with a penguin on it. mm-hmm because
1: <laughs> sorry. I ended, up, I ended up giving oh, this year, okay, no, that's fine. yeah, I think I ended up giving all the Christmas penguin stuff to one of your old coworkers
0: yeah i believe he did too
1: he was happy about it though so
0: well to wrap this up i think (laughs) this is going to sound like a typical dad answer but (laughs) i miss the kid i really do miss the kids being young of course christmas was magical because it was so much more fun now that does not mean i at any time want to be a grandparent to relive those moments (laughs) right that's not what i mean by that knock on some woods that doesn't happen Yeah, so I don't mean that at all, but I do remember and really cherish those memories of, you know, Christmas is dumb if you think about it, like we're just giving gifts for no reason, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, like, luckily I get an extra paycheck almost every year at this time of year, the way my paychecks fall, so it works out for me, but I can't imagine somebody else without that extra paycheck or something who cripples, and it's crippled me in the past. So I, yeah. I get it. Uh, I that. Nobody, nobody should go in debt over Christmas. That's for sure. But it is fun to have the excuse to be like, I'm going to get Steve something. Well, mm-hmm. why, why not? He like he likes this. Yeah. He doesn't need this. This will be fun. That one year I got my sister that like $150 Lego set. Cause my sister's pretty stiff. <laughs> um, conservative yeah and she started getting into these lego things that one year i remember she opened that up and she just went burst into tears of happiness and that is like so much fun so one of the last
1: time i was was rich man you guys get a lot of stuff um my family's not really done the gift giving stuff in a long time really but like one of the last years i did i had no idea what to get my dad because my dad's the type of guy that he's simple but Anything he wants, he'll get. Uh, Right. I ended up... This was when I was living with him at the time. No. He and the stepmom were living at the old house. I was not living there, but I had a remote, so I was able to get into the garage. I ended up buying like $200 worth of food to donate to a charity in his name, and I basically put it all in his garage. Just so when he showed up, he'd have it. Because he was volunteering at a homeless shelter at the time. And mm, uh, that's I was good. like, here you go. And I just got like a phone call of him crying. Like, oh my God, that's so nice. Blah, blah, blah. But that's what you do yeah, it for.
0: that's <laughs> for, for sure.
1: Make old people cry.
0: <laughs> no, it's just fine. It's really fun when you find that thing. Somebody's yeah. like... I mean that one I think it was the last Christmas I had with my grandmother. Um I got I found out she liked Woody Woodpecker back, which makes sense because it came out when she was, you know, young girl. Yeah. And uh I found an old Woody Woodpecker album and I bought it off eBay and we pulled out the record player at Christmas and she sang, you know, sang to it. It was just it was it was nice to see her feel youthful and stuff. So yeah. I, I get it. Totally get it. So
1: I had um, I had a record picked out for you, and I asked Jennifer if you had a a record player, and she said no. So, no. I was like, I don't really want to buy him a record that he's not going to play. God, no. I wonder what it was. I need to remember what it was now.
0: Although my child asked for a record player this year for Christmas, and of course my father's going to make sure they get it. So, yeah. I guess we'll have a record player in the house eventually. But... That'd be
1: cool. It was just some old dumb wrestling record. Well, I think it was uh, Jesse Ventura's album. I was like, "Oh, that'd be so cool to get." And then I saw how much it was. I'm like, eh, "No, no." Yeah. He yeah. also doesn't have a record player,
0: so. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can't think of anything else besides we can keep rambling and rambling oh, yeah. on, which is some people have already turned this off, and some people are just really loving this. I have, <laughs> I have no idea which, but yeah, anyway. whatever. It's Christmas. Enjoy it. All right, should we come back with some shout-outs, Steve? Sure.
1: We'll be right back. Hi, folks. Welcome back to the satellite. As a special treat, Crow, Tom, and I have written and are going to perform an original Christmas carol. Uh, uh, Mike, it's not just for Christmas, it's for holidays of all faiths. Yeah, don't uh, call it a carol because carol is a woman's name and we want this song to be all inclusive. Right,
0: why don't you hit a camera, there we go.
1: Let us all now sing our praises to the Lord today although you may not share our belief system which is perfectly okay maybe you worship an abstract being that is kind of vague or maybe you just worship a guy whose name is Greg Perhaps your religion doesn't include a time called Lent, but whatever your religion is, we support you 100%. So sit around the fire fire. and have a chestnut roast, Roast. or raise a glass in toast toast. to Happy Days Donnie Donnie most. Most. But if you prefer to eat Indian food on Christmas Day, I can only shrug my shoulders and say, Namaste, namaste. Personally, I prefer prefer turkey, gravy, and salad. (laughs) But let's never forget forget all cultures are valid. So let's have peace on Earth and cut out all the bull. Let's have a holiday season that's multicultural. If there's one point we'd like to make with this festive holiday song, it's that Christmas comes just once a year, so for a few days, for crying out loud, can, can we, we all just get along? Get along?
0: Hey, wow. that hey. was actually pretty good. It was great. It was, it was lovely. Good job. Very nice. Thank you.
1: Last part of the show with a ho, 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 <clears throat> and uh, time for... Shoutouts! Can we not retire that? Would that be a nice Christmas present for me?
0: Um, no, I kind of. <laughs> it's the only time I can be like silly.
1: Okay. Yeah, because it all the rest of the time. We, okay, that's fine.
0: I mean, I don't have a little bear that I've had since six that I, you know, hunched in the middle of the night. So,
1: again, nothing inappropriate has ever happened between me and Cubby.
0: Come on, dude. No. Never, never no. once. It's not cool. He's my kid. (laughs) He's a bear, Steve. He also
1: has a kid. So, like... (laughs) But you're into bears. God. (laughs) Uh, Nice family-appropriate show. (laughs) I mean... I mean, it is. I don't care.
0: You're into the Chicago Bears? The Cubs? No, not... I haven't been into the Chicago
1: Bears in a long time.
0: (laughs) Well, you should watch them again. Um... The shout-outs. There's one shout-out I forgot last episode. Um, Some of the reasons why this last Chaos Cup was really fun and memorable and really a good time is because there was several times I had long conversations with blood bowlers where we didn't talk about blood bowl. And we mentioned that, I think, on the podcast. But I wanted to give a shout out to Logan Gallenback and Jeff Gallenbach, otherwise known as Jeffro and his son, Logan, because uh, for a time period, you know, like you guys are off looking at stuff. And I went over to their hotel and just hung out with them. Mm-hmm. And I it might not have been two hours. It might have only been an hour. But we hung out and um, we just talked and we talked about the good and bad of like teenagers with mental health and the struggles of parents who are trying and all that stuff. And, um, Logan was there from, for a teenager perspective, uh, that was really helpful to a dad who's going through this with a child who struggles. So I just wanted to thank you both for that. Um, even Jeff, I remember leaving the room and he's like, you know, this was really nice. It's, it's nice to see Blood Bowl friends and not talk about just Blood Bowl. Knowing that there's more to us than just Blood Bowl. So uh, that was really nice and we normally it was don't just a, talk
1: about Blood Bowl. <laughs> I mean huh? I'm not not I'm not uh, yucking your yum or anything, but I'm just saying like normally we don't talk about Blood Bowl. We don't care about Blood I, Bowl. I I know we don't, but, but yes, it is a lot nice of people go and talk Blood Bowl
0: weekend. Um and I, I always tell you, that's one of the worst things I hate is the the common thing of what's everybody playing, mm-hmm. even though, like, that's the yeah, you conversation you yeah. go to. But it was also nice in a weird way. <laughs> you know, social media is so stupid that, like, we're friends, Facebook friends with these people. But when you are a Facebook friend with somebody for seven, eight years, you also get to, if they post anything about their children, you get to watch them go from, like, you know, a fourth and fifth grader to, a college or a senior or mm-hmm. into college. And so it was just pleasant because I feel like, uh, like the estranged uncle who only gets to see like Logan through Facebook and seen him grow up through the years. I got to see all the first day picks or the last day picks of school and yeah. silly stuff like that. And here we are now hanging out together. And it was just, uh, it was just nice. And I appreciate that. And I meant to give you all a big shout out. Last episode, but I forgot. So, and then um, finally, for me, it's just like Merry Christmas, to everybody, or however you celebrate this holiday time, or whether it's just hanging out with friends and or doing nothing, you know, going to the movie theater or whatever. Yeah. So, just um, I like this season. I don't know if I really like Christmas Day because it's <laughs> all the buildup has happened so quick, and then you're like, well, we're done and then i really hate like the months of january and stuff cuz that was always the worst
1: it, part about christmas growing up was you you got that morning you got your toys you got your breakfast you got to open up more toys you got to play with the toys and then you crash because you got up way too early or did not sleep and then you got to clean up and then it's christmas dinner with chores and now you got to you got to worry about going back to school and putting the tree up and Taking down the outside lights and the outside decorations.
0: And- <laughs> 100%. I think as an adult, God. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. And the buildup to Christmas is fun. Yeah. For whatever reason, people, I don't know why we can't be nice to everybody or hold the door open for people or whatever normally. But at least it feels like most people try to change at this time of year. So.
1: Yeah, I didn't mention it, but I mentioned it before. When I was growing up, my dad did a lot of carpentry stuff, and Mm -hmm. we had so many decorations. And we could not put anything up until after December 5th because that was my sister's birthday. Still is. Um, But so we had to put up the Christmas tree on, like, December 6th. We had to put the outside decorations up after December 5th, which used to mean, you know, It was freezing cold and windy, and the ground was frozen. And when I talk about putting up decorations, I'm talking about a life-size sleigh with life-size reindeer with a life-size Santa and eight elves, two snow people with two snow kids and a snow dog, Um, a blow mold, thank God, nativity with a real... Wooden uh, manger, uh, two carolers, a lot of poinsettias um, that were. All, most of the stuff is carved out of wood, just like plywood with paper right. and paint on it. And my God, it was such a pain in the ass because, of course, we had to set everything up correctly. And the eight reindeer and Rudolph. We had Rudolph. They couldn't just be in a line, no. They were staggered because, you know, two rows. And then they were taking off, so we had to have them up further, each one, on the metal poles. And again, this is usually when the ground was frozen, so we're having to drive metal poles into the ground so that they would stay and then run lights through them and rope for the sleigh. And we had to put, you know, lights outside so they'd shine on the stuff and just like, oh, my God, not to mention putting lights on the house. And my dad did it every year. We hated doing it every year, but we loved having it out.
0: Yeah, um, I used to complain about the same things, but my dad, like your dad, it was probably had his own methods and was Mm the lights were never going to come down for sure. And you know, that's just those John Wayne dads, you know? (laughs) Yeah. My dad was like that too. So I wish I had lights on the house, but I don't, I'll be honest. I don't want to do the work for it. So that's why it's never happened. (laughs) There's so little of that anymore. It's sad.
1: Like I get it. There is
0: a, there's a guy that's next to my sister's house. Um, he's always had like a Griswold type house. Mm-hmm. And it's, he was putting up stuff when I drove by there today, still putting up stuff Jeez. in his yard. His yard is super full. And it's like, dude, it's, it's a week before Christmas. <laughs> like it's enough now, but
1: yeah, I always had an idea of raising money to, to buy cool. like after Christmas, those uh like 10 foot tall inflatable Tyrannosaurus Rexes with a Santa Claus hat. You seen those? Yeah. So I wanted to just like buy enough of those to give one to every house in the cul-de-sac. Just be like, here, just put them all up. We're going to be that cul-de-sac where everybody has a giant dinosaur. Dude, that would be
0: awesome. Wouldn't it? No, for real. I would love I would initially not like the cost of it, but right. I would love it if my neighbors in this cul-de-sac said, Let, let's get together and all j- dress up our houses in yeah, a certain like, theme. Yeah, it's
1: like, you know, have, what, 10 houses or so? It's not a huge number, but yeah. maybe some would chip in, most wouldn't. But yeah, it'd be cool to like drop a grand to just be like, here, everybody gets one. Put it out, please.
0: Like the Jurassic Park neighborhood of mm-hmm. Santa Jurassic Park. That'd be really cool, actually.
1: Never happened. Never will happen so
0: no it never will that's okay
1: well um if you're listening to this after christmas same thing but if it is christmas and you're listening because you have nothing else to do if you need to reach out please do so or we'll be happy to respond and try to keep your spirits light it's not always the most pleasant time of year for people
0: yeah i i know there's a lot of trauma with people out there and and uh bad memories and stuff like that but um uh, you know, i try to be encouraging and give him i don't know the best positive spin i can on on this time yeah. sometimes i feel i do feel guilty at times though i feel like you know like <laughs> i'll complain to you privately <laughs> i got six damn christmases to go to starting on the 23rd yep. and then you go well i'm gonna my go mom's see dead. movies like yeah my, my mom's dead and then i go oh yeah, I guess I should <laughs> enjoy this moment, but No, it still is a it still is a busy time. Everyone struggles in their own different way. So, you struggle
1: with too much, I I I'm fine with too little. Like I've made my peace with that a long time ago. I'm happy going to watch movies. Um yeah, eventually maybe do stuff with real people again. I don't know, but
0: whatever. Well, I don't have much else to but to say but happy holidays, merry christmas and I think you should find like some fun little song to put at the end of this thing.
1: Like I probably am not dropping something at every little break already. Yeah, I will do probably, so. Yeah. yeah. Make yeah. sure to include that link for the claim. I, I was christmas.
0: going to like suggest that we take a song and turn it into like a uh, have a merry jolly nufflemist or something like that and then I was just like I I, like, I, I like... barely have time right now to record this podcast. We're doing it on the only 2 hour block I have. Yeah, I say I
1: think so... I think it's funny that you don't think that I have like a list of those ready to go.
0: <laughs> well, if you I... remember, maybe you could pull out the Zara and Morgenthorg thing from like 10 years ago. Remember that?
1: Oh god. It
0: Rarely. was the cold outside thing with a uh, morgue. Yeah and czar the slayer
1: yeah no i'm not doing that but why someone can remember that
0: you know yeah they can man that was maybe 10 years ago you should i would not doubt that
1: we've been doing this for 12 years now so yeah it's pretty crazy it's
0: a long ass time it is well yeah we are rambling rambling if we don't wrap this (laughs) up so um merry christmas everybody we'll see you next year
1: If you'd like to email both down, the email address is bothdownpodcasts at gmail.com. Or for more information, you can visit them at BothDown.com or at Facebook.com forward slash bothdown. Me Thank
0: yeah. yeah. the yeah.
1: yeah. yeah mi 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 don't get in front of me get in front of me mi 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 mi
0: That was so bad it locked up my computer. Quick, let's get out of here before it finds the key. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean it.
1: All right.